because I only want to show you what you mean to me. Every time I'm reaching out to you, I start to sink. I may be drowning with desire from your sweet, sweet touch. I don't care what people say because I love you so much. Love overboard. My love's in need of help. Love overboard. I sure can't help myself. Love overboard. I don't know what to do. Love overboard. I'm so in love with you. Love Overboard by Gladys Knight and the Pips. Hey, hi, and hello. Welcome to Creative Forever, the podcast dedicated to keeping you forever inspired, forever motivated, forever creative, and forever you. I am your host, JM, a.k.a. The Voice Inside Your Head, a.k.a. Your Biggest Fan. And together, we're going to get some creative shit done. Hey, hi, hello. It has been forever, forever. Um, I have missed you. I have missed doing this. I, uh, I, I would apologize for being gone for about a month or a little more than a month, but um, I'm not really sorry. A lot's been going on, and that's why I've been not here, um, not recording, and um, I will get into that at another time. But today, we have to talk about some shit that has happened. Uh, it happened yesterday. And um, it it was worth me getting a podcast episode out. And I have my cousin, Andrea, to thank as well, who also strongly suggested I do a podcast episode about this topic. Uh, so here I am. I kind of got my little studio together. It's a mess, but it's it's working and it's functioning enough for me to record this episode. So Andrea, thank you for um, insisting that I do this. And uh, that opening was for you because I know you love that song, Love Overboard by Gladys Knight. Coincidentally, Gladys Knight has a versus coming up with uh, Patti LaBelle. So um, I don't know if you know about the versus sort of thing that's been happening on Instagram in the uh, world of COVID-19, but um, recording artists are doing a versus where it's like a battle, but no one actually battles. They kind of play their own music and then the other one plays their own music. So there's been a Erica Badu versus Jill Scott Um, There was recently a Monica versus Brandy, and now next weekend, next Sunday, Sunday night, um, whatever that is, the 10th, I don't know, the 16th, um, is going to be Gladys Knight versus Patti LaBelle. So um, that is very exciting, and uh, maybe we will talk a little bit about that next week. Um, But this week, today, why I'm here is because yesterday there was a virtual watch party on Zoom where the Golden Girls was performed by an amazing cast of uh, characters, of actors. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross, Alfre Woodard, Sanaa Lathan, and Regina King played the four girls 
And uh, it was directed by uh, Gina Prince Bythewood and hosted by Lena Waithe, who acted as the narrator. And then Jesse Williams was the guest star um, on for that episode. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. I get an Instagram post sent to me that's like, have you seen this? And it is uh, Sanaa, Regina, Alfrey, and Tracy on their heads on the, like, one of the classic Golden Girls photos. So, you know, of course I'm excited. Can't wait. What is it? Um, Don't even really care. What is it? Can't wait. Um, So I click the link, go to the webpage, and it says about this event, join us for an evening that takes a look back to the sitcoms of yesteryear before you could pause your screens or binge watch. We bring to you our rendition of Golden Girls, reimagined with an all-black cast of your favorite actresses, Alfre Woodard, Tracy Ellis Ross, Sanaa Lathan, and Regina King. And then it goes on, in an effort to further engage our community and drive change, all you need to do to enjoy this evening is sign up to receive messages about how you can make a change during this election. So it's a really cool idea, right? You sign up for this thing, um, then you start getting information about voting and making a change this election. Of course, this election is very important, and um, it's a nice way to do it. Get you in with the um, the talent, and then, you know, once you're there, kind of make sure everybody's um, registered to vote and sort of thinking about making change and 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 moving this country forward. Awesome. Everybody wins. Woohoo! So... I'm going to start by saying that the catalog, uh, the collective catalog of these actors is fantastic, Um, especially my heart goes out to Alfre Woodard and Regina King. Like, I love those two ladies so, so much. I also love Sonali Thin, uh, loving basketball forever. And of course, I love Tracy Ellis Ross. But really, truly, Regina King is like, oh, I love Regina King. And Alfre Woodard has just continually wowed me on screen um, in movies. I have been in a space with her when I lived in Los Angeles in person. And just the way that she spoke about uh, work that she was a part of and also witnessing was just awesome. She's super, super dope. That wasn't the problem. (laughs) Okay, well, let's let's start at the beginning. Now that you know what it's about, now that you know that I do care deeply for these actors and and respect them and their work, um, they are accomplished artists. Uh, let's just talk about what it doesn't matter who you are. Um, if you are an artist, if you are a creative person, it doesn't matter if you are famous or just starting out or just dreaming about it. Still, you gotta be on the same page with the other people that you're working with, with the other people you're dreaming about the dream with, right? If you're sitting around on your couch thinking about doing something with one of your friends or a relative or whatever to be creative, like your dreams got to be on the same page in order to move forward, correct? Um, If it's a big budget film or whatever, certainly everybody has to be on the same page because there's a lot of money on the line. Um, and, uh, people's livelihoods depend on it, right? (laughs) Some people cannot keep their jobs if a movie bombs, uh, you know, that shit kind of, that kind of shit happens. 
So you have to be on the same page no matter who you are. And last night was a perfect example of a whole production clearly not being on the same page. They just weren't. Um, So first off, to decide what you're going to be on the same page about, you got to know what you're doing, right? You got to know what you're making. You got to know what you're creating. So the um, about this event that I read earlier, I'm going to read the, the section here that says, we bring to you our rendition of Golden Girls, reimagined with an all-black cast of your favorite actresses. So they're saying rendition of and reimagined with an all-black cast. None of that seemed to be what was going on. So I'm attending an event. Thank goodness it was free because if it wasn't free, I would have been very upset. I'm attending an event thinking I'm going to see a rendition of and a reimagining of with an all-black cast. Okay? That, to me, with Alfre Woodard, I'm like, you know what? This woman has played so many types of, you know, strong black Women, like, what is she going to do? What is she going to bring from the culture, from her own upbringing, from just, you know, being black to Sophia Petrillo? It's going to be amazing. Same for Regina King. You know, Dorothy represents someone that I know so deeply in my heart, and that is the sarcastic, hard-ass teacher. There are so many sarcastic, hard-ass teachers in my family. (laughs) There's so many Dorothys in my family. I'm basically a Dorothy myself. And so I couldn't wait to see, like, what Regina King was going to bring to that. Same with Sanaa Lathan. Same with Tracy Ellis Ross. But as soon as the show started, it was very clear to me that they were doing an episode of the Golden Girls that had already happened. So, like, there was no writing involved in this. There was no new script. It was just an episode that already exists, which is already like bells and whistles going off because it's very hard to just do an episode of the Golden Girls if you aren't one of those four women. But okay, fine, fine, fine. So they're going to do Flu Attack, episode uh, 21, season one. Fine, fine, not fine. They were not on the same page about whether they were doing an inspired by or an impersonation. Some were doing impersonations or attempting to do impersonations of the the characters that those other actors had created. And some were kind of trying to be inspired by them. I think that Sanaa Lathan was the one that really was doing that the most. Her work as Blanche in that episode felt of her. It felt like she was playing a slut um, or a vain woman, right? Because that episode really isn't very slutty for Blanche of all the episodes. Uh, That episode is just Blanche being super vain. Um, And I was getting that from Sanaa Lathan as, you know, a reinterpretation of Blanche Devereaux or her version of Blanche Devereaux. I was getting a little bit of that from... Regina King, but mostly it it still felt like just straight B. Arthur playing Dorothy. And Estelle Getty was trying her best to crawl out of Alfre Woodard's mouth. And it was a terrible sight to behold because Alfre Woodard is one of the most incredible actors 
<laughs> she's just so good. And to see her trying to get into an accent that Estelle was using as Ma, um, she was just wildly swinging in and out of this accent that she sort of wasn't nailing down. It was very, it wasn't right. It wasn't right. And and it took me out of it because she was literally putting on Estelle Getty, putting on Sophia, right? And I still don't know what Tracy Ellis Ross was was thinking or doing, um, except to say that she was having a blast. Um, but we'll get back to that. So impersonation or inspired by, I think that's a very important distinction to make. And that is where I blame the director. I do not blame Alfrey. I do not blame Tracy. I do not blame Sanaa. I do not blame Regina King. I blame our director. And I and you got to, again, be on the same page. It doesn't matter what you're doing to have the discussion. And maybe she did. And all four of them took away something differently. So I don't think she, I don't think it was clear. Um, are we impersonating or are we making this our own? It just needed to be very clear across the board what was happening. And back to uh, Tracy Ellis Ross just having fun, that's an, another issue if if this is what happens. Um, a lot of people, and I'm, I'm speaking to those of you now that are creators that cre- are creating the space, creating the thing from the ground up, so not necessarily the actors that are going to bring things to life. I'm talking about my writers and my directors right now. It is so easy for us to want to make sure that everybody has fun, that we're not as serious as we need to be about what the hell is going on in our project, okay? Now, in this case, I no one's getting paid for this. This is to, you know, actually to get the vote out and all of that sort of thing. So maybe uh, the director said, just have fun, you know, we'll do a couple of run-throughs. Oh, I love what I see. Oh, that's funny. It'll be fine. I've got other things to do to get paid, and I respect that. I get it. But because that may have happened, because it was sort of a potential, like, do whatever you want to do. I trust you. Go for it. You're great people. Just go for it. You end up with what we saw last night, which is one person just literally having fun. Tracy Ellis Ross was fine, but was so out of the sort of group dynamic of what was trying to happen. It was one, distracting. And two, I just kept shaking my head like, it's too much. It's too much energy. It was too much just like, yeah. Um, And nothing about (laughs) Betty or um, I should say Rose Nyland seemed to really, truly be there. And I feel, I don't... I, okay, let me say this. I feel nervous saying all of this stuff because, again, I love these four actors and this director and Lena Waithe. Um, so I, I want to be clear. I'm not, like, shitting on these people. I think that they're very talented. But I'm being very, very real about what it is I experienced and and how that could have been different. It was rough. And w- when you're watching something like that happen, it doesn't matter that they are famous. It's just, like... Wait, 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 wait. What's going on? The 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 project here, something's not right. And there will be people that enjoyed it and do not care. I'm just speaking to the people that care. And I want to maybe potentially help you 
not make the same sort of mistakes. Because when you are Tracy Ellis Ross, you can do whatever the fuck you want because you've got income and uh, lots of options. Um, when you're someone like me and you get an opportunity to do a Zoom event, um, to do a quote-unquote reimagining of the Golden Girls, I don't want you to fuck that up. I certainly don't want to fuck it up. And had this not been these people, people would have been dropping off of that Zoom call like quick, quick, quick. Also, I guess the reason I'm sort of, you know, strongly opinionated about this where I usually wouldn't sort of have such harsh words to say about someone else's creativity is because I got excited about the fact that they, I, I mean, I got excited about what I read, reimagined with an all-black cast. Again, I couldn't wait to see, like, what of the culture, what of blackness, what of these women's experiences with the show and in their own lives they would bring to the table. Uh, essentially, we've got a show with a uh, vain slut, right? A ditzy genius, because I think Rosen Island is a genius. A ditzy um, idiot genius, I don't know. Idiot savant genius. Rain Man, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's perfect. Um, and then the sarcastic, loud, hard-ass, um, sort of strong yet broken, broken yet strong sort of woman. And then this wise, older, I've seen it all, I've been there um, kind of person. Those are four really, really strong characters to play with, the slut, the ditz, the sarcastic, and the uh, wise one. I was just really excited to see where um, that was going to go with an all-black cast. And I think that they sort of were thinking that way, too. I mean, they made sure to have Aaron Scott, who, um, if you don't know, got famous or more famous. Um, I apologize to Aaron Scott if you were famous before you made that video, but Aaron Scott made a video um, remake of the Golden Girls song and like just sold it up and had a bunch of runs in it and just, you know, made it very, very black. And they made sure to have Aaron Scott sing the theme song at the beginning and at the end. And at the end, Aaron just lost his shit singing. Um, so that part seemed to be very much about, like, the black version of this. Um, but then there didn't seem to be anything that happened. One, you can't do that by just lifting one of the episodes and not changing very much about it. And they did not change very much, if anything, about that episode. Um, and then, two, because... Some people were just having fun. Some people were doing impersonations. Some people weren't. It just was all over the place. Um, the narrator role by um, that that Lena Waithe was taking on um, occasionally broke the fourth wall and was like laughing with the with at the ladies or saying something that was like a little more, you know, unique or uh, giving the narrator a personality or a POV. And I know firsthand that that is something that you play with lightly. If you're going to have your narrator or whatever 
have a voice that's more than a voice, you, you got to figure out exactly what that is. And you may be thinking, oh, you're taking this way too seriously. It was 22 minutes of just having a good time. But um, I, I disagree. I think that that this show was important enough for these actors to get involved, for this uh, director to get involved, for Lena Waithe to get involved. It was important enough for them to partner with Zoom. It was important enough for them to um, advertise all over the place. Uh, so with all of that, it seems important to me that, like, even the little things like how the narrator interacts or doesn't interact with the audience or the actors or both <laughs> is important. So what's the lesson here, right? What's the lesson here? I experienced this. There were others that experienced it too. Uh, Kate was not into it either. Um, we were kind of both going, what is going on here? What is going on here? Should I turn it off? Maybe we just turn it off. Um, my cousin was not necessarily into it. Um, and then there were like three people on Twitter that were bold enough to speak the truth. And I appreciate that. Uh, one of them, brilliant black girl, uh, was like definitely speaking the truth. And I appreciated that. But she wasn't getting a lot of hearts on her um, posts because most people were just like, oh, this is the best. Oh, this is so great. Oh, Regina King. Oh, um, but some of us were dying. <laughs> so I think the lesson here is to take care of your audience, okay? Um, and that starts with how you advertise. If you're going to advertise that it's a reimagining with an all-black cast and and a rendition of, my God, please, please make sure that those things happen, at least a little bit. Um Decide if you're going to be impersonating or an inspired by. If we're going to do impersonations, I would have loved for the black lady sketch comedy um, actors to have just taken this on. Um, if you have not watched a black lady sketch show, uh, please do because those women are so, so talented. And actually, thinking of Regina King, uh, the black lady or a black lady sketch comedy did a sketch of 227, the show that Regina King was on when she was very young, like maybe one of her first shows as a kid. Um, and it was perfect because it was truly an impersonation of all of those uh, characters of like Sandra Clark. And um, I think they actually had Calvin, the, 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 the actor that played Calvin was on the show, but like Mary and Lester, um, Everything else was Lester real. Lester might have also been played by the original character, but all of the women characters, Rose, um, Pearl, uh, Mary, Sandra, impersonation to a T, and it worked. It wasn't inspired by, they were impersonating them, and it was tremendous. Um, so yeah, take care of your audience. Be very clear about what it is that you're giving us. Be on the same page about what you're doing. That would help tremendously. That would help people like me and others that are super obsessed with the Golden Girls feel like we had a good time instead of what is happening? What is happening? No, God, no. Um, because that's how I felt last night. <laughs> So I think that's going to do it for this one. I 
will tell you what I've been up to in the last month, but I just had to get this this Golden Girls thing off my chest because I've been doing nothing but thinking about it. I mean, Jesse Williams didn't even say Sophia's name right. He said Sophia Patrillo as if she were Hispanic. Um, and that to me is fucking crazy that he didn't say Sophia Patrillo. Like, I, 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 that that's too much. That's too much. <laughs> to be clear, I am not shitting on them. Um, they did a great job. They are lovely to just watch them do whatever. Um, and in this time of COVID, it is important to just be able to like enjoy people that you wouldn't normally get to see because of the limitations with recording television shows and movies and just all of that stuff. So um, we are back at it. We will be recording. Um, I will just continue to record in this weird room until I get it set up the way I want. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Creative Forever. That's Creative, the number four, E-V-R. Um, and if you like what you're hearing and want to donate to the show, I have the link in the show notes. Would love it if you buy me a couple of donuts. Finally, Black Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter, and arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor. Don't forget to be creative this week, even if you just think about it. I've missed you so much. Later.